Welcome to Breaking Bread. Welcome to Fellowship in the Word with Minister Daniel Abola. Here is where you receive insights about God's Word that will stir you to action. Be blessed. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, sweet spirit. All right. Um, I just want to share something quickly with us. Um, before we get right into what we want to discuss or what we want, what we want to talk about and it is how that um, the word though, though being um, very potent in itself though being very rich in itself can still be hindered when planted on the wrong soil you understand um, Matthew chapter 13 um, parable before Jesus says um and a sower went out to sow, and he sowed seed, um, seeds. And as he sowed, some fell upon um, rocky ground, some fell among thorns, <clears throat> some fell, uh, some fell on dry ground, and some fell among on, on good soil. And here is the thing that it matters most how. Um, receptive you are to the word so i want to ask you this evening that are you ready are you are you ready for the word are you ready to receive the word hallelujah are you ready to um to um do the word will god's word mix with faith in your hearts hallelujah because it is um by believing the word, receiving the word on a profitable ground, on good soil, that we are able to bear fruit. Hallelujah. And I just want you to keep this in mind. I want you to um, prepare your heart. I want you to stir up yourself. Do you understand what I'm saying? Hallelujah. All right. So um, I decided um, that... To, to do a series on prayer because it is one of the things that um, I'm going to emphasize throughout the year. I mean, I, I did mention during our last series that this is a year where we would be firm in our devotion, we would be consistent in our devotion. Um, our devotion will stand as a will stand as a rock when we, when it comes to our devotion this year and i want you to believe it and embrace it because there is grace for it do you understand what i'm saying there is grace for, for it you can be consistent in your devotion you can you can learn to continue in your devotion hallelujah so we're talking about prayer we're talking about prayer and let me just tell you this prayer is very key to all that god has planned to do through you this year it is very key very key you need you can't um you can't but get it right in prayer you just can't you can't afford to miss it with prayer i'm telling you and so we're talking about mount up mount up hallelujah um because um i believe strongly that 
um, as we start this year, we it is it, it is profitable to us that we started um, on a very good note. We started on a very high note. Hallelujah. So we are talking about Mount Hope. And I want to talk specifically today about why we do not pray. Why men do not pray. Hallelujah. I, I don't know if you have wondered about it before. Or probably you've been in that position before. And you've asked, um, why am I not praying? Why, um, why is um, my prayer life lacking? What is wrong with my devotion? Hallelujah. Oh, why do men not pray? Hallelujah. And so that's what we want to um, consider this evening. Hallelujah. Alright, so um, I hope you're with your Bibles. I want us to um, turn to our anchor scripture for this um, series. Okay, it's not, it's not a long series. It's just a two-part series. So, um, Isaiah chapter 40 from verses 28 to 31. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> Isaiah 40 from verse 28. And I, I just want to focus more on verse 28. Hallelujah. He says, Has thou not known, has thou not heard that the everlasting God the God, I mean, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainted not, neither is weary, and there is no searching of his understanding. Oh, I want you to get the picture it's, um, um, the prophet is trying to paint with this picture, because I know many of us just jump to, um, Verse 31 and says, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength and mount up. And that is awesome. It's well and good. But it says here that, Do you know? Or hast thou not known? Don't you know? That the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, he fainted not. Neither is he weary. Do you know this? So I want to ask you this evening. Do you know this? Do you really know this? That God does not faint. God is not weary. Hallelujah. God God does not lack strength. God does not get tired. Hallelujah. Do you know? Do you know? It's a very important question to ask yourself because it it makes all the difference. Do you know that the God you serve does not get tired? He's not weary. Hallelujah. I know um, in Genesis, in in Genesis um, chapter 1, or is it chapter 2 there about where it says, and God on the seventh day, God rested. Now, this rest that um, Moses was talking about is not um, rest from tiredness. The word rest there means to, um, to put an end to, to stop, 
Do you understand? So when he said God rested, it means God stopped. God stopped creating on the seventh day. Hallelujah. It's not that God was um, after toiling and doing so many things for about six days, he got tired and decided to rest. No. God does not get tired. God is not weary. Hallelujah. He does not faint. And I need you to get this because this is the picture of your God. This is the picture of the God you serve. Hallelujah. This is your God. This is who um this is who you are to wait on. Ugh. This is who we wait on. We do not wait on someone who gets tired. Hallelujah. Because um, this alone um, changes everything. It changes things. We wait on a God who does not get tired. We wait on a God who does not faint. Hallelujah. So, do you know all this? I want you to know this. That God, the God you serve, does not get tired. He does not faint. And there is no searching of his understanding. Verse 29 says, He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Even the youth shall fail and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Hallelujah. So this is why all this is possible. Because our God does not faint. We do not faint. Because our God does not get weary. We do not get weary. Are you getting this? Hallelujah. And this um, this changes everything about prayer. Hallelujah. This changes our approach to prayer. I'm talking about why we do not pray. And I want to let you know something that um, it was in the culture of the early church to pray. Hallelujah. It was in their culture to pray. They saw it as second nature. Hallelujah. They saw it as... I want you to um, check through scripture and see the emphasis that was placed on prayer. Hallelujah. I want you to check it. It is an anomaly not to pray. It is an anomaly. It's, um, It's not... A normal thing it's not right um, for lack of better words it's uh, it's not normal for you not to pray hallelujah the early church had prayer times they had hours of prayer these people went around fellowshipping they went around praying even at the advent of the church when the church started they started by praying. Hallelujah. It says, and they were all in the upper room with one accord. And there was uh, a sound as of a mighty rushing wind. 
and cloven tongues as a fire sat upon the heads of each and every one of them and they began to speak as the Holy Spirit gave utterance. Do you understand? This, the church started with prayer. Hallelujah. Um, um, it reminds me very much of this song. Praise the key, praise the prayers, the master of Jesus. You get, I'm not saying it has, but it just came to mind. Hallelujah. It is not normal when we do not pray. I would have you know that you carry a praying spirit. Scripture says that we are the house of prayer. Hallelujah. You are a house of prayer. Hallelujah. Paul instructed believers, and I want to show you this, probably you haven't seen it before. Paul instructed believers in Ephesians chapter 6 from verse 18. He says, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Now, what is so peculiar about this scripture? I mean, all that I see is pray, 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 pray. It says, praying always with all prayer and supplication and watching with perseverance and supplication again for all saints. I mean, he might as well could have just said prayer if he just kept on saying pray, 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 pray. Because that's that's what he means. He meant to emphasize prayer. The need for us to pray. Hallelujah. So it is not it's not something debatable. We are a praying church. You are supposed to be a praying believer. I want to show you something interesting, something I found very interesting. Acts chapter 9 from verse 11. Acts chapter 9 from verse 11. So now this was about Paul. After Christ had appeared to him, and um, God was God um, spoke to Ananias about Paul. And he says, um, verse 11, And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the street, which is called Straight, and inquire in the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he prayed. He prayed. Do you get this? So this is Paul who had just finished persecuting. I mean, he was, he was, he was on his way to persecute do you understand and god and um, christ appeared to him and he had um, that encounter and his whole perspective just changed and he knew what to do do you understand this is the culture of the church that no matter what you may find them doing you will find them praying you will find them praying do you understand Paul knew to pray. He knew to pray. Hallelujah. He says, when you when you get to the city, uh, to the, um, what's it called again? The street called Straight. You will find one um, in the house of uh, Judas named Saul. 
and he is praying. You would find him praying because he knew to pray. Hallelujah. And this is um, the truth. We are talking about why we do not pray. <laughs> and the truth is, or should I say, um, what, what I want to do is to stand to argue on behalf of those who struggle to pray. Hallelujah. Because it's not necessarily a knowledge problem. Hallelujah. The thing is that many of us know that we should pray. To an extent, some know how to pray. Hallelujah. So what then is the real issue? What's what's the problem? If we know that we should pray, I mean, a lot of people, they've, they've heard it so many times. Prayer will change your life. This is what prayer will do for you. It gives you um, um, divine instruction. It rightly positions your mind. Sorry. And all that. Hallelujah. So what then is the real issue? Now, Jesus spoke of something in Matthew and I think in the book of Mark. He spoke in Matthew chapter 26 from verse 41, speaking to the three. So um, he, Christ knew he was about to die. He knew his time had come. And so he took three of his disciples, um, Peter, James, and John, and he went up to pray. And he had prayed for, I think, about an hour, and then he came back and found them asleep. And this was what he said to them. He said, watch and pray that you, do, you enter not into temptation, for indeed um, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Hallelujah. Says that in Mark 14 from verse 38. Says, Watch ye and pray, lest ye enter into temptation. The spirit truly is ready, but the flesh is weak. So, this is the problem. It's a weakness problem. It's not so much of a knowledge problem, it's more of a weakness problem that, um, you know you should be praying at this hour. You know when you're supposed to pray. But you just find yourself struggling. You find that you lack the motivation. Hallelujah. You, you, you're just not moved enough. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm sure, I'm sure we've all been in that um, position. We've all been in that situation where um, we're just struggling to pray. We are just finding it hard to pray. I mean, and sometimes we even try, and it's just a drag. Um, you pray five, uh, you, you pray five hours, and it looks like five minutes, and that motivate that whole motivation, that whole vibe is just not there. So it's more of a weakness issue. Hallelujah. And um, the Bible lets us know in. Galatians chapter 5 from verse 17. He says, um, For the flesh lusted 
against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh and these are contrary to one to the other so that you cannot do the things that you would hallelujah this is i mean paula highlights the issue he says there is a contention the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak hallelujah this the flesh lost against the spirit so that you won't be able to do what you need to do hallelujah and that is why we are talking about mountain hallelujah this is why we are talking about mountain hallelujah because um we first need to gain ascendancy hallelujah we first need to gain ascendancy over the flesh okay and so i read um the scripture in isaiah 40 from verse 28 to you again it says has thou not known has thou not heard that the everlasting god the lord the creator of the ends of the earth fainted not and neither is weary and there is no searching of his understanding hallelujah this scripture paints a picture so much of god's rest i want you to rest in this knowledge hallelujah god wants to give us rest hallelujah it's worthy of note that the way we draw strength from this god is by waiting on him it is by waiting on him we rest in him and then we receive strength um a pastor friend of mine said something that we do not rest from god rather we rest in god so in moments of weakness in times of weakness in seasons of vulnerability we do not it's that's not the time to to take a break from god it's a time to rest in god to rest means to glide by the spirit to be led by the spirit hallelujah i mean why do it by your strength when god supplies strength think about it why 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 do it by your strength when god supplies strength because this is the problem when you do it by your strength that the flesh will war against it that is just it the flesh will war against it praise god but if you wait on god you receive an unlimited supply so um what then does it mean to wait to wait simply means to expect god to give you strength and this is the issue that many have when um, they find that they are weak in prayer in devotion and it is that many actually do not expect many actually do not um sit and wait for for um, god to supply strength i mean we have um this habit of um running up and down when things go south 
Do you understand? You just want to try and figure everything out by your own knowledge. I mean, everything is going wrong and you are questioning yourself. Where, where did I go wrong? You are going back on your plans and checking. The answer is to wait. The answer is to expect. It is to expect God for wisdom. It is to expect God for strength. God expects you to wait on Him, to believe on Him. Hallelujah. How many of us really expect? That's the idea of resting in God. To sit and expect Him to supply you. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 6 from verse um, 5 thereabouts. Um, 5 to 6 thereabouts says that um, God is the rewarder. It says without faith it is impossible to please Him. For God is um, a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. God rewards. Let me tell you, expectation is so powerful. And it's, it's actually the key to receiving a supply. Expect God to supply you. Expect Him. That is why the prophet would ask, Do you know? God is not weary. Do you know God gives strength to them that lack? Do you know? And so this this should paint a picture that of, of expectation. So you mean God gives strength? Oh, I, I would stand by this God. I would wait for this God. I would stand with this God till he gives me strength till he supplies me hallelujah because let me tell you something for a fact you can't do spiritual things by your strength you just can't you just can't you would you would burn out hallelujah because these things are not natural things hallelujah and here is what makes the difference and this is where i'm going this evening this is the emphasis it is that you have the holy spirit hallelujah god is in you i want you to get this you have living and quickening waters inside of you hallelujah um scripture calls the holy spirit a quickening spirit you know what what the word quicken means is to revive, to rejuvenate, hallelujah, and it's, it just um, it just pain, it just adds to that picture that when we are weak, when um, when it looks like we fainted, we have a quickening spirit in us. The Holy Spirit is there to quicken us. He's there to revive us. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit can revive you. Hallelujah. And this is the paradox of prayer. It is that when you are too weak to pray, you get strengthened by praying. You get strengthened by praying. And not just praying. It's not just about praying. It is praying to stir up yourself. It is praying to stir yourself. 
Hallelujah. Because therein lies the quickening. Hallelujah. I want to show you something in um, in the book of John. I mean, yeah, in the gospel of John. John chapter 6 from verses 35. I hope you are opening your Bibles. I mean, it's a teaching. It says, And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. Shall never thirst. Hallelujah. Let's move to um, chapter 7 from verse 37. John 7, 37. Hallelujah. It says, And in the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Hallelujah. It says, verse 39 says, But this speak he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. Oh, I have news for you. Because Jesus has been glorified and the Holy Spirit has been given. So you have living waters in you. Christ went, um, he went to sit by um, the world. He was waiting for um, this particular Samaritan woman. Hallelujah. And it is worthy of note that he went to sit by a well. He went to sit by the and he asked for water. Hallelujah. And his real intention, this was his real intention. He told the woman, he says, if you know who stands before, who sits before you, you would ask him to give you living water. Hallelujah. And this is what he said, that when you drink, you would you wouldn't, you would test no more hallelujah because all he was trying to say there was that i would this water i would give you would become a well in you are you getting this this water that i would give you will become a well inside of you so you wouldn't you won't thirst anymore i mean why why would you be thirsty when there is a well when you have a well in you i mean you would simply just drink are you getting this this is this is god's providence in play hallelujah that you have rivers of living water inside of you so you can stir up yourself you can stir up yourself when you are weak. Hallelujah. You are self-sufficient. You are self-sufficient. Hallelujah. So you are not supposed to run out in the first place. Hallelujah. Christ said something so important in Matthew. He says, watch and pray so you will not um, fall into temptation. Watch. Watch. Um, the word watch there means to keep in peace with your spirit. Hallelujah. So you are checking. You are checking. 
Do you understand? You are checking yourself constantly to um, know if there is a need to reveal yourself. Hallelujah. I want you to see yourself as a vessel. Do you understand what I'm saying? See yourself as a vessel that needs filling. You need to constantly be filled. So this is the idea. This is God's idea that you do not thirst in the first place. So you are not supposed to run out. Do you get what I'm saying? Because the provision has already been made in you. So you are not supposed to run out. So when it looks like you are running out, you feel yourself. It says watch and pray. You keep in peace with your spirit. You know when you need a refill. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's one of the most important things you can do for yourself. You watch yourself. You keep in peace with your spirit. This, this, this is what I need at this moment. And then you go for the supply. You supply yourself. Hallelujah. The believer is never meant to be empty. It's not. It's not your portion because this it just contradicts the um, idea or the purpose of the Holy Spirit in us. It contradicts it. You're not meant to be empty. You're meant to be filled at all times. This is why I tell you that it is possible to be consistent in your devotion. It is possible to um, walk in the spirit at all times because you can be filled at all times. I mean, no wonder the early church gives gave themselves continually to prayer. Hallelujah. Ephesians 5.18 says, Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. So this is my emphasis to you. You can be filled with the Holy Spirit. You can be filled with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And we do this by praying. When you are weak, the um, God's solution or God's providence to you is that you pray to stir yourself. You pray to stir yourself. You pray to stir yourself. And let me tell you something that the idea for the believer, the idea for, um, for, of prayer for the believer has changed. Hallelujah. It's, it's no longer about petitions. And I'm going to talk about this next week. I want to, I don't, please don't miss next week's uh, teaching. Um, I'm going to be talking about the nature of our prayer. Do you understand? What really happens when we pray? Do you understand? It has, the, defi- um, the definition of prayer has changed for the believer. It's it's not about petitions. It's not about asking. Hallelujah. Our God is not an irresponsible father. You can ask for what you need. You do not pray. You don't. You do not necessarily need to pray for what you need. Do you understand? Don't worry. I'll talk more about it next week. 
the um, the word um, for prayer is the word prosukomai. It means um, the way um, it was translated. It means to manufacture prayer. Do you understand? It means to man manufacturing prayer, or, or in better terms, to pray prayer. That's the way it was put. You pray prayer. And we're going to dive deeper into that next week. But I want you to understand the emphasis that you can stir up yourself. You can be filled. You can be filled. Um, Christ in Luke 18 verse 1 says, Men ought always to pray and not to faint. It is not your design to faint. It is not your design to faint. It is not your design to faint. You can be filled. You can be filled. Right now where you are, you can stir up yourself. You can regain that fervor. You can regain your devotion. Do you understand what I'm saying? You can get it back. Just right where you are right now. You can get it back. Hallelujah. So I want you to I want you to repeat after me. I want you to repeat after me. Say this after me. Say, Holy Spirit, I believe you are in me. I believe you are for me. And so uh, I stir up myself right now. I stir up myself right now. I decree that I am full of you. I decree that I am full of you. Oh, I am full of power. From the crown of my head to the tip of my toes, I run over. There is a running over. There is a running over. There is a running over. I am full of power. From the crown of my head to the tip of my toes, I am full of you. I am full of you. I am intoxicated with you. I am intoxicated with you. So I stir up myself. I stir up myself right now. I stir up myself right now. Come on, if you believe this, I want you to begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. If you can, begin to pray in the Holy Ghost right now. In the mondo shake it together, Rosco Prito Alamandos, Kivele Brahatos Kavahashia, Redoski. I stir up myself right now. I regain the fervor. I get back the fervor. In Lekos, the blown the Crisos, Atarubi, Kosha, Dila Briatos, Incleos, Salia Rotas, Eclemon, Shake it of Legebahaya. Oh, I regain the fervor. I regain the fervor. I regain the fervor. I stir myself. I am full of the Holy Ghost. I am quickened by the Holy Ghost. In Mendon Shikola Mandos. I am quickened by the Spirit in me. In Kasali Prasupo Goshe. Ristoski Mando Gliabatusha. Ritopoko Sheketekete. Oh, Lamandon Shekete. Oh, would you pray? Would you pray? Ikasushe Kerubri Kotalia Branoshke de Brigade Vahashuka Dabalaka 